Cozy Zone friends, Ben Weber here. Thanks for tuning in to Side D of Episode 49, Valerie Ong on the High Line. We just listened to Skylar Sullivan helping me out on our beautiful Circle song that was recorded in San Diego, which makes me think about Chosen Family. Uh, I I had a wonderful time a few weeks ago in, in San Diego visiting... Nicolette's people. Um, we stayed with her friends, Chelsea and Michael. We we slept on a an air mattress in their living room uh, and were treated with the utmost love and respect and care and tenderness and generosity. They have two amazing kids, Ella and Quentin, um, who are so smart and kind and uh, I don't know, just extraordinary human beings. I'm I'm really. I'm impressed with where they are now, and I'm really excited to see who they they grow up to be. And, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling they might be able to, you know, give some light and goodness to this crazy, crazy reality that we're all sitting in right now. Um, of course, I, I got to spend time with Nicolette's uh biological family 
uh, her mom, Eleni, her aunt, Maria, her cousin, Elena, her grandma, Judy. Um, and uh, they, they are also wonderful people, and I'm very grateful that they have taken me in. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a very normal thing that I am, I am a part of their lives. There's not a, a lot of, of hullabaloo around it. It is just sort of a very easeful given that I'm there and I'm, I'm accepted and loved for who I am. And I, I enjoy listening to what they say and I, I feel listened to about what they say. And, you know, it, it, is, uh, it is always interesting to negotiate and understand the origins of the, the people that you love and, and to navigate all the, the quirks and foibles that bubble up to the top and, and watch people navigate triggers and, and childhood missteps and, and watch how people are, are growing and evolving. All of that is very vague to say family is hard. Real family is hard. Chosen family, I would say, is is less hard because, of course, you get to choose it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking a lot about, like, you know, I, I, I'm I an only child. Nicolette's an only child. And so I, I never got to have, like, siblings. Of course, you know, I, I grew up with with boys who, who took me into their hearts, and, and we grew up like brothers. But... I feel very far away from them now, and certainly I'm far away from the people in San Diego, but I, I find myself going there a lot. And uh, San Diego is also very close to Los Angeles, where uh, my best friend Lisa used to live, and, and we got to visit some other friends and loved ones there. Uh, my dear friend and colleague Rami, who you heard on, on the Cozy Zone, and Sage and Julia, and Adam and Melissa, whose wedding we got to go to, which is really wonderful. And so we you know, we drove up there. We, we slept on Adam and Melissa's uh, floor. They had an air mattress for us. We had dinner with Sage and Julia at this delicious Mexican restaurant. And we we tooled around the, the art district with Rami and, and also had a very delicious meal. And I, I don't know, there's this, this urgency, this buzzing about selecting the people who you want to look in the face and say, hey, I, I love you. Please, please be a part of my life. I choose you to, to enter into all of the, the beauty and the murk and the muck that goes along with being family. Like, take all of my feelings and, and listen to me and I'll listen to you. Um, Oh, when I was in San Diego, of course, I, I saw my, my dear friend Skylar Sullivan, and we, we walked around his neighborhood, and we made some circle songs, and whenever I'm with Skylar, I just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Bless you, Skylar Sullivan. Bless you, all of you, California chosen family. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this side of Valerie Ong. That is side D episode 49 Valerie Ong on the High Line. Okay, yeah. so so then so this this all brings us to is is this relationship that was shifting in November like kind of the first love of your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so that is that's pretty intense when that shifts. Yeah. I would say like that's that's a pretty profound thing. Yeah. How, can I ask you how that relationship began? 
Um, so I won't say names. No. Um, but met through a friend. Okay. Um, it was actually another friend's birthday. Um, and he said, let's come out for drinks after dinner. And I was very reluctant. And he's come on, Val. You never, you never come, you never stay out. Stay out this one time. And I did. I went, we went to a bar. There I met, I bumped into a friend that I knew from back home who I hadn't, who I didn't know had moved to New York for work. And with him, he brought a friend. And that's how it all started. Yeah. Can we give a, can we have a code name just for, for ease? Saxophone. Saxophone. Great. And I, th- I suppose your, your code name is Jazz Drums. <laughs> <laughs> so Jazz Drums and Saxophone hanging at this birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Did, uh, did Saxophone approach you? Um, not at first. Okay. Yeah, it took him quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that code name. <laughs> uh, well, so, what, so when did it finally, like, mm. click? Mad Men. Go on. Um, the first date idea was Mad Men and wine at my place. And I really liked Mad Men, and I thought I was alone in, in, in that, in that, uh, in that, in that, in that, like. <laughs> in you that were, you were the only one who liked Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like. The very oh, popular like TV show. The very popular <laughs> TV show. Um, yeah, and he, he, he was a Mad Men person, I thought. Great. Mad Men fan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then that then it was then it was history until it was time to shift in November. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how much shifted. I mean, but Oh no. <laughs> well, well, literally, but I Yeah. Well, but it, it, thing, things you uh, mm-hmm. things are different than they now than when they were at a heart level, yeah. Heart level. Yeah, what does that yeah. mean? What do you mean? Um, we spend still spend a lot of time together. Yeah, but um, the the heart level shifted. Meaning, like emotions, or yeah, yeah. you or are you are less emotionally invested. Um, yes, and when shit hits the fan, it's it's not like fuck. I have to spend the rest of my life with this person. I have to consider this person as a potential lifelong partner. I it's see. Like, well. We're not technically together anymore. It's not really my issue. So that's 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 healthy. I mean, that's healthy yeah. even mm-hmm. in a committed relationship. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I'm reading a book uh, called Codependency No More. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, I I see a lot of codependent traits mm-hmm. in myself in reading this book. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess what I you know it just makes me think like, oh, you are <laughs> taking steps to put yourself first and not wrap yourself up in this other person's business and ups and downs, which I think is ultimately really healthy and sustainable. Yeah. And I think, I think perhaps, you you know, I don't know if this is true for you, but I've noted, I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I've seen people who are very, who very easily detach, Mm. um, or break off, you know, break off a relationship because it's 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 very simply not working out or not healthy. Yeah. But for me, it's much harder. Yeah. Because there's the care and concern, the unconditional love that's formed. Yeah. Um, there's the 
it's not transactional anymore. It's just like an pure, yeah. Wow. Not sinfully motivated love for someone. Um, and oh, perhaps that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's going to harm me in the long run, but this is who I am. Um, perhaps you're, you're, you're the same and that, that makes it harder. Well, I would say that I definitely like cut off. I'm, I am one who does cut off completely contact with exes or, you know, former, former romantic Mm -hmm. partners. Definitely. Um, I think I, I wish I had more of what you were saying. Like I really like what you said about sort of this evolution from, transactional oh, to a mouse? Sorry. It's huge. A huge mouse? It sounds huge. like a rat. Do you see it? It's some right there in the bush. I don't see it. It's a, it's a, you're you're one o'clock. My one o'clock. I don't see it. You're you're at three o'clock right now. Oh. Here. I don't Yeah, it's 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 somewhere in the, it's living in the bush. Okay. Anyway, <coughs> but so Transactional as evolving into some sort of boundaryless love feeling. Is that that sort of would you yeah, describe yeah, it that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. And it's not, and, and it, it it's it it's no longer about what 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 can you give me. Yeah. It's it's what can I give you, and, and wow. only that. Yeah. And that yeah. that is nourishing to you, like the act of oh, giving yeah. love. And oh, care yeah. is yeah. is nourishing to you. Yeah, I can understand that very very much. Um, you're also a fan not only of Mad Men but of a television <laughs> show called Downton Abbey. Uh, you you were binge watching it and and reporting back to all of us uh, in the office and uh, on the way to here. Your dismay? No. 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 Okay. Are you kidding? Okay. I also love Downton Abbey. <laughs> I was very excited for you. It's yeah, a lovely yeah. show, but also very silly, but but <laughs> delicious. Uh, and you were saying you you had done some uh, some reflecting on the the moral uh, attributes of some of the characters. Um, who who do you identify with the closest? Mm, you in know Downton what's Abbey? funny? Last night, well, just like in my in my state of insomnia, which I suspect oh. will be the next topic yeah of it's on the docket i was like he's gonna ask me about downton and he's gonna ask me which which character i identify with you, so, oh, you, so you were yeah, you predicted it there. yeah uh. so so I, I have i have a carefully planned out answer oh gosh great if i had to identify with someone that was a hard one i i don't really identify with a lot of the characters no probably edith a little bit edith um, just unlucky in love and, and uh. just vul- her vulnerability um, but who I admire most, um, who I, uh, who I strive to be like, and that's not, not in my old age, but in, in, I'm presently would probably be, um, Mrs. Crawley. Mrs. Crawley. Uh, um, Isabel. Isabel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Cousin yeah. Isabel. Yeah. Cousin Isabel. Interesting. Yeah. She reminds, cousin Isabel reminds me a lot of my mother and my grandmother. Yeah, in a in a sort. Well, it's sort of uncanny. It's a little like there's a. I think, at least there's a there's a. Yeah, I think so. There's like I don't know. She she's very guarded, 
You know, she's she's real. I think so. Matthew's mother. Yeah. Garden. Yeah. I I think that she's she's <laughs> really she works really hard to protect herself. It seems like, or there there but seems I, I like. Think, I think it's in a. I think it's in a. It's in a benevolent way. I think it's. She doesn't want to indulge in her emotions, and therefore she she invests in her time and energy in, in helping other people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think I mean I I absolutely agree, mm-hmm. but I I think like I want like I there there's I see in her maybe that I also see in my mother and grandmother like a desire to get closer and to get underneath it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there is like both, both of these women in my life are very active in helping other mm. people. And I right. think I just want them maybe to notice me more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I have to say too, regarding Edith, I have a big crush on Edith. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I find like I Sybil and Edith were like sort of the hottest, uh, Grantham, Crawley. I guess. What, are, what is their last name? Crawley. Crawley. The, yeah. They they were the hottest. Mm. And Lady Mary is just such a insufferable bitch, <laughs> you know. Like God damn, it's unbelievable. God, woof. What? I don't know. She's good looking too, but like, yeah. woof, her character. A huge crush on uh, on Mr. Barrow. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I, I would say I kind of identify with Mr. Barrow. He's such a sad, like, in sort of my, like, worst moments, like when I'm feeling angry and sad, uh, I'm just like, no one likes me. Man, no one will ever <laughs> like me. All of his, like, silly schemes but in the early... He in such a different way. You're not a scheming person. No, no. But he, yeah. sta- he lost the will to <laughs> scheme, like, you know... He later like on himself and, and a bath yeah like, yeah. yeah but uh yeah I, I really like mr barrow i'm sad that it didn't work out with him and uh that illiterate guy andy i i don't think there was any romance there though no i know yeah. i wish he didn't have any romance did he Ugh. couldn't he just move to london and work at a gay club yeah but he lo- he loves yeah. house uh he loves if downton he abbey too much yeah, you know yeah. <coughs> carson would make me cry every show. Something he said or did would just make me weep. Yeah. I love Cora. Carson reminds me of like the uh the uh the rigid Republican with but but ultimately with a good heart. Yes. Oh the that's uh, the, yeah. the staunch traditionalist. Yeah. Um with from the outside a very ignorant um ignorant views but 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 coming from a a good heart, maybe perhaps oh, yeah. a fear of, of a fear of, of abandoning the past. Absolutely, uh, yeah, a fear uh, of change. Yeah, fear of change. Yeah. I think, like mm. you know, the way that it, if you can uphold the mm. way the things have always been, it gives you a sense of control. Right. It gives you like yeah. a purpose, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And by changing, you relinquish control and mm-hmm. power. Yeah. Uh, which is very important to him. Um, who did did you hate anybody? care for Cora's character. Really? Yeah. Huh. Sort of boring. Interesting. I don't know if if it was the the writer's uh, decision to sort of have her in in the background. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I didn't find her particularly sincere. Mm. There wasn't much character development. Hmm. She was just like the... uh, 
the the trophy wife. Yeah. From, from New York. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I loved her though. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought she was so graceful and sweet, and I don't know, like, you know, she. But it's like, 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 like sincere. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I I read her as such. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if there's someone in your life who she reminds you of that makes you uneasy, or the the not 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 someone in particular, but just. People who are overly nice, who yeah. are, who are, uh, um, who don't exhibit much emotion other than 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 being nice and yeah. being content in and uh, yeah 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 it's uh, yeah I don't know perhaps suspicious I don't know I don't know yeah. Ultimately, uh, how did you find Downton Abbey? Mm. Um, I liked it. Um, I, you know, I have to admit, um, I was very a bit hesitant going in. Um, how but, come? Because um, I was just like, you know, a daughter in, like, the nineteen ten, like, Brit, like I don't know. There was there was nothing I, I could identify with. Yeah, I was um, the same way. But um, but you know, I will say sadly that the Mr. Pamuk story story like hooked me. Yeah, that's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah, early on, right? Like first few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <coughs> you uh, you are kept up at night by some sort of nameless force. Do you know? Do you know why? I don't. I, I wish I did. I wish I did, Ben. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Yeah. Have you, have you, I mean, it sounds like the way that we opened our conversation, you were talking about the late night mm. Singapore mm. call in. I, I am, I am by nature a night owl. Yeah. And uh, my lifestyle in college and grad school, where I didn't have a class before 12, um, kept it, it, it put me in a, in a, in a cycle, in, yeah. a, in a, a, a rhythm. That was very hard to break when I started to work. Um, so definitely a bit of an insomniac. Melatonin changed my life. It saved me. Um, but for some reason, the past week, I feel like melatonin has acted more like a caffeine supplement. Oh I don't know. God. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. Perhaps it just stopped working. Perhaps I've. Uh, I've ruined my inability to absorb melatonin or produce my own melatonin. Oh. I, I, I have no idea, Ben. Go to the, maybe go to the doctor. Yeah, but like when? Like how? <laughs> I don't know. You know, we, we're getting together <laughs> tonight. Uh, you may be a night like this, you know, instead of, you know, yeah. sitting on the freezing cold high line <laughs> with your colleague, Benno. Go to the sleep doctor. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I just, I'm so sorry that, I mean, it, Sleeping is so crucial. Yeah. And you were saying you, you dream without being asleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, a re- it's, a, it's a recent phenomenon in my life. Yeah. So th- there, are, there are nights where I'm, I'm sleepless nights or sleepness parts of the night where I'm not asleep, but, I, but I'm dreaming. And then, and then I'm like, oh, 
And then I get up or like open my eyes and I'm like, this is what I just dreamt about, but but I but I wasn't fully asleep. Oh, that's. Do you remember what you half dream about? So last night, um, and this is a sort of a regular a dream that I've I I I have um what do you call that reoccurring dreams? Yeah. Same sort of death, same sort of like theme, but different context, you know, different people. So one of them is a, is, a, is a roller coaster or a ride of some sort where you can stop off at different points in the ride and explore different rooms or different, yeah, different places. And, and so last night I, I had a room, I had, I had a dream being in a roller coaster. My cousins were in it. At some point in the ride, um, I was in my cousin's. We got off at my cousin's uh, parking lot in his, uh, in his apartment in Hong Kong and then got back on. And then it was a house made of uh, Victorian wax figures and, 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 and walking through that. And I remember being chased out because it was time to close. It was about to close. Yeah. What do you think it bizarre. what do you think it means? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I don't I'm not a I'm not a dream expert by any means, but mm. you're you're seeking something, right? You're you're searching, you're exploring. I mean, ever since I was a child a child I've always been tantalized by the idea of a of a mansion and just like exploring in different like secret doors that lead into different passages that's yeah. why like sleep no more was like mm. so fast like that kind of stuff you yeah know, i've always been really fascinated yeah um, yeah uh, so uh, are there any people in in the dream just these wax figures oh my cousins were oh your cousins there, yeah, right yeah yeah my cousins that i'm quite close to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. do you mm-hmm. do you you miss your cousins I'm really close to them. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder. I you know. They haven't. Well, the the two ones I remember, Tash and Chris, they are quite an adventure, adventuresome spirit. Okay. Yeah. Like like me. Yeah. Um. So perhaps that's why they were in my dream. Yeah. I'm sort of <coughs> cultivating this this sense of adventure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Huh. Thank you for listening to Side D of episode 49. Valerie Young on the High Line. Check out Cozy Zone at BenWeberProjects.com. Check us out on the social medias, that is, at BenWeberProjects on Instagram, at Cozy Zones on the Twitter, and the Cozy Zone Foundation on Facebook. Like it. I would like if you liked it. Thank you so much for listening. Send me any of your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. I'm real grateful for you. Be well. Talk to you. Talk to you next time for for side E, the stunning conclusion of Valerie Ong's Cozy Zone. Rocket friends. Talk to you soon.